Hey, welcome to Cage Barbell. I'm Ange Wilkinson, or AKA Ange Cage. Welcome to my Cage Barbell, Karen Valkyrie Daniels. Hi, everyone. So Karen is our new Valkyrie, our new powerlifter to our team of Valkyrie New Zealand, the all-female uh, New Zealand's currently only uh, female powerlifting team. And she's here today to share her journey to the platform. Uh, she'll be doing her first meet on the 27th of March for World Powerlifting here in Auckland. Mm -hmm. um, what brought you to powerlifting, Karen? What brought me to powerlifting? Good question, Ange. Um, a lot of things, actually. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm on a journey, um, as Ange mentioned earlier. Um, I've always been interested in lifting weights, anything lifting weights. Um, I've got a... Um, I've done it for a few years and I've never done powerlifting ever in my life and I'm um, especially not compete and so I really wanted to give it a go because that's the type of person that I am. Um, so here I am today. Powerlifting is um, it's such an exciting goal too. Yeah. The first of many. Do you reckon you'll be doing this for a long time? I, um, that is my aim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's my aim to, yeah. So we're all um, lifestyle powerlifters. We do this to enhance our lifestyle. Um, we love goals to the platform. Um, and so I feel really super honoured to be Karen's coach and to be the person to get her to the platform. So um, Karen's been has an interesting story for us to share and we are super privileged um, to let her speak today on our platform. And I want you to share this podcast with every single person that you know. It's really, really important. Um, so Karen has been, was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2015. Um, and I'd love for her to share a bit of, a bit of the, her journey. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah, so I was diagnosed in 2015 um, it's when you get told that you've got cancer, that's like the most devastating news that you could ever hear. Um, I just remember um, I sat in the room with the doctor um, and um, I just broke down in tears. You know, um, all I was thinking about was, oh, no, who's going to look, look after my children? Who's going to look after my parents? Um, who's going to look mm -hmm. after this mm -hmm. and that and you know just thinking about everyone else but me um, and when you're faced with death literally I was faced with a, a death sentence it, it just changed your whole perspective on life so um, most of us um, may never go through touching wood all of us uh, cancer and to experience what that must actually feel like sitting in a doctor's surgery, being told that you have cancer. What was his prediction for survival at that stage? Um, very, very, very low. At the time, my doctor was ready to put me into palliative care. So in 2018, my cancer grew. Um, and so I... Um, and it was diagnosed as stage four because they found not only a very large tumour um, on my left side, but they also found spots on my uh, lung and liver. Um, and so, 
yeah, the chances of of um, of, of surviving it was very very um, unsure at that. Um, the doctor was very unsure at that time whether I would even respond to the treatment. So um, yeah, so just taking a minute to just take that in. Um, you know, thinking about your family, you're not thinking about yourself. Um, you know, you're a very selfless and a very courage courageous person. How how did it come to be that um, you even knew that you had cancer? How 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 did you find out? How did you was were you what was there any symptoms or anything? So I um, in 2015 I noticed that there was a lump under my left breast, under my armpit, my left armpit. Um, I think I may have been lying down on um, on my bed at the time. And so, um, yeah, I went. I went to the doctor, but the initial doctor that I went to, um, she said it was nothing to worry about. That it was just a normal, standard thing. So that's how I found out about it, just through self-checking. So one thing that we all need to do tonight um, is self-check for any form of lump, whether it's under your armpit, mm -hmm. around the surrounding breast tissue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, did you feel fine? Like, were you, were you just normal acting? You didn't feel anything in general? Just just a lump? Just the lump. I, I felt fine. I felt normal, you know. Um, I was just doing my day-to-day -day thing. Um, so, yeah, it, it really, really does pay to, to check. So I think we should, you know, everyone just take, take a really good note of that. Um, so tonight... Uh, do that, do some self-checking, get your partners to self-check you too, um, would be a good good thing to do. Mm. Uh, so how quickly did they get you into treatment and, and what kind of treatment did they um, start to do? Okay, so it was about 2000, towards the end of 2018, um, I started um, my treatment plan. Um, so I started on um, targeted therapy and that's just a couple of, um, drug infusions that I had to do every week. I had to go to um, Auckland Hospital and that would hook me up um, to these um, infusions and I'd sit there for uh, uh, four, four to six hours um, each week. Um, and so I started off with um, the targeted therapy and then I did eight months of chemotherapy and that was weekly as well. Um, I then... Uh, in, Early part of 2020, I did um, I did radiotherapy and I had a, a full mastectomy. Um, I can't imagine what that would feel like to have a full mastectomy um, and the treatment that you've been through. What does it? Do you feel anything? Uh, what kind of side effects did you experience while you were going through therapy? Mm. So with the chemo, it makes you really, really tired. Um, so I spent um, it, I spent all of um, 2019. Sorry, I think I said 2018 before. 2019 isolating at home um, because I was just too tired to go anywhere. I couldn't even do the basic things like shopping or housework. So I had a lot of support from family and friends. They helped cook meals. Um, 
they helped um, with housework and help financially and so forth but I couldn't even walk up my driveway so yeah it, it takes a massive toll on your body um, the treatments is quite harsh and because I, d I was doing them every week you know it it just yeah I just felt like my body was just weakening throughout that whole year in 2019 you're very very brave and ex extraordinarily strong um, I don't know you know I think a lot of people would struggle I think everyone would struggle with that and um, and also the possibility that you don't know if this is actually working. Mm -hmm. When was the first glimmer of hope that this might actually be working? Um, probably uh, halfway through my treatment in 2019. Um, you know, when I, I'd had to do um, weekly blood tests just to check my blood markers and, you know, a few other things. And um, they seemed to be heading in the right direction. And so the feedback that I'd be getting from my doctors and nurses when I'd go for my regular checkups was also positive. So I started to feel um, really, really um, happy and positive, you know, mentally as well. Uh, it, it helped me to just keep fighting because it is, it is what it is, you know, when you're diagnosed with something as massive as cancer, as a massive killer globally. Um, yeah, it takes it. It took a long time for me to get my head around it. You know, I kept it to myself and within a close circle of family and a few friends. I kept the news to myself for a long time because it's it's a life changing it's a life changing experience. And so when you're faced with death, you know, um, it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of strength. To be able to pick yourself up and keep going and and I had to because there are a lot of people that rely you know that were that were dependent on me and so yeah that's what I did. Karen is um, a mother what's your daughter's name? Daniela yeah my daughter's uh, 11 and I have a 19 year old son. That's super cute and they will be so insanely proud of how much fight their mother has. Mm. Um, what a warrior, like, you know, to, for us to just be a part of this journey and to be able to have the opportunity to hear this is insane, you know, like, um, we're so thankful for you. We really are. And we feel so privileged to um, be the ones to um, be with you on your, on your journey through this portion of your life on the other side of cancer. Mm. Um, I, I knew Karen at Fitness Plus when I was a PT. I was a PT there, um, I don't know, when was I a PT there? 20... Mm, 2012. <laughs> 2012. I was the skinny bodybuilder. <laughs> I was, I'm talking skinny. And uh, <laughs> I met Karen there. She, um, she was... She's a bundle of energy and a bundle of life, and she would be r rigorous in training. I could tell that she's passionate and she loves it. You do, you love your training. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and she just contacted me in Messenger, and um, I didn't know what Karen had been through mm. at all. I was just like, sweet bro, when do you want to start training? Literally, you know what we're, I'm like. That's yeah. exactly what I'm like. Yeah. 
Um, she turns up and it's a whole different Karen. I'm like her hair, you know, her hair is growing back. So I knew that she had lost her hair, but I didn't quite know why. When did you lose your hair and what did it, how did it affect you? Um, so uh, I think I lost it five weeks into chemotherapy. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, when you find out that you've got cancer, you grieve, you grieve, you're already grieving. You're not even in the grave yet, but you're grieving for yourself. You're grieving for your family, you know, grieving for everyone else. Um, and then when my hair started falling out, you know, that's a part of me, you know, and I loved my long hair. <laughs> Your hair was always nice. Yeah, yeah, I loved my long hair, but, you know, I'd rather I'd rather lose my hair and live. Yeah, 100%. And hair grows back, and look at your hair is growing back. Yeah. Another goal we have for Karen is to grow her Valkyrie lock so we can plait it. Exactly, and get it braided. And get it braided. We actually want to see this. This is part of our goal set. Is we want to braid her hair. It might take me a few years. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I want to braid that. I want to have that on the platform like this massive locks of braided warrior hair. I just think that's insanely badass. Yeah. So that's that's part of our goal set. I was actually thinking of getting a, a long weave, but I thought, oh, no. Nah. No, no, it has to be legit. <laughs> I'll do it naturally. <laughs> has to be legit. Nobody wants no fake hair. We want to have the the real McCoy um, to to, hap, to happen when you do deadlift and you have these long locks just pouring on the floor. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked by Gloria's hair. Which brings me to our uh, official Valkyrie Breast Cancer um, fundraiser. So uh, Vector Interactive has, is my designer for those who um, are, do like our designs that we have. Um, his name is James. And James is a gamer, like my son Ryan. <laughs> and he's created this Valkyrie, and she has glorious uh, locks of hair. As we've heard, we know that cancer people um, lose their hair. So our Valkyrie has beautiful hair. Um, and she has uh, the Valkyrie wings, which is our sign of strength. Um, Valkyrie warrior woman. Uh, all have very, very strong, beautiful wings. That's our um, our symbol. So she has big wings, the biggest wings, all the wings. And she's on our T-shirt and hoodie uh, in gold because gold is power, gold is strong, and that's why we have selected and we've steered away from the traditional pink as we think um, the pink is lovely, but everyone does it. And our gold Valkyrie is strong. So therefore, that's why our Valkyrie has her wings and, uh, and she has gold as her colour. And we want to encourage everyone to share this podcast and share um, our t-shirt and hoodie, which I'll um, put up some photographs of that um, image on Facebook and Instagram if you haven't seen them already. And you can buy these and you don't have to be a powerlifter. You don't have to be trained by me. It is our symbol of strength for women that have gone through something, have needed help, receiving help. It's a sign of respect. And um, when you see our Valkyries, 
you see the Valkyrie logo on a, on a, on anyone you know that a portion of that has gone to Sweet Louise New Zealand, which um, Karen's going to share with us now who they are and why um, she would like um, us to support them through our fundraising t-shirts and hoodies. So um, Sweet Louise is a New Zealand charity that supports women with advanced cancer as well as their families. And so they provide um, all sorts of different um, services and, and support um, that could range from um, petrol vouchers, food vouchers, um, service provider vouchers, um, even um, accommodation um, and entertainment type vouchers. And so they're there really to support women on their journey and they get women, they connect women um, that are going through the same experience, connect them so that we can all feel like we're not on our own because, you know, it, it's easy to feel like you're isolated from the rest of the world, that nobody understands what we're going through. And so when um, the sweet Louise ladies, when we all get together, you know, we, we, we all, you know, understand um, each other's journey. Um, and, um, yeah, it's, it's a really part, uh, Sweet Louise has been a really part, important part of my journey. They've been there. Um, um, they've helped me and my family get to get me through where I am. So I'm really, really thankful. So, you know, I, 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 um, I really would like to encourage everyone to please purchase our hoodies and our T-shirts in support of Sweet Louise because it does make a lot of difference to these women, us women and their families. So um, that's, this is the cause that's important to Karen. And on our behalf of Valkyrie New Zealanders, we support our tribe. So we're tribal women and we look after our, our, our members and, you know, we're inspired by her bravery. We're inspired by Karen's strength. We, we do not comprehend what she's been through. We are here on the, out, on, her, on the other side of cancer. We want to inspire her and other women to live your strongest, your best life, both internally, spiritually, and physically. And uh, to get into sport, get into fitness, surround yourselves with life. I want you to surround yourselves with energy and I want you to feel things. I want you to feel excitement, adrenaline, nervousness, anxiety. Uh, when you're feeling, you're a goddamn alive. And uh, that's what Valkyrie New Zealand's about. We train with purpose. We train with passion. We're driven. We have things to do. We're not these, you know, in a busy body chat group or coffee club um, drama thing. We are women who lift weight. We support other women. We travel the country, meeting other people, lifting on platforms, enjoying ourselves, and um, just enjoying what we have. And um, so we're, we're super stoked to have um, Karen with us. And um, do you have some shout outs, some people that have been on your journey mm -hmm. uh, that you want to be able to say, give thanks to mm -hmm. or recommend? Mm -hmm. uh, well, first and foremost, um, I give it all to God. And I thank God for blessing me with a second chance at life. 
Um, so my faith has played a, a massive, um, uh, has been really important and it's helped me get through um, the, some of those dark days. Um, a shout out to my children because um, and my family, my, you know, um, my immediate family because they saw what I had to go through. Other people didn't. They saw everything. And so I can't imagine what it would be like for children, for parents, for your siblings to watch someone that they dearly love go through what they go through and not even know whether they would make it. You know, there have been a lot of tears and um, and so forth. Um, I um, want to thank, um, obviously, Sweet Louise and all that they do, um, Nadine especially. Um, she's been awesome um, to me. Um, also my Facebook friends and um, I've got a massive family. So all of my family, you know who you are, um, the ones that have reached out. But I just wanted to say also that, you know, it makes a massive difference when um, you send somebody a text just to see how, they, just to check in with them regularly. It makes a, a huge difference. You know, all of these little things, although they may seem minor to somebody, it, it it actually does um, help somebody in their in their journey, and and to, and to inspire them to to give them hope. I think um, what I'd like to also add to that is, I think going into our new week, that um, put some good vibes out to the universe, um, start to meet other people, do things for other people. Think good things and do good things. I think all of us should um, should take a note of that. I think look after ourselves. Maybe even self-assess a little bit more. How am I feeling? How am I doing? Check my body. There's no shame in this. It's your body, our vessel. Do I need something in my life? Am I lacking something? Am I happy? And am I lonely? Reach out. You're welcome to reach out to me. Send me an email, AngelaWilkinson51 at gmail.com. I do strength training and coaching for anybody, really, um, who's wanting to. Um, you can find us online at Valkyries New Zealand on Instagram, AngeWilks underscore Valkyrie on Instagram. Uh, we have our page Valkyries New Zealand. Vegan Lifter underscore Valkyrie is Karen. Mm -hmm. uh, we are going to share every ounce of what we can of her journey um, on many platforms, including our podcast. We will be doing a follow-up podcast um, after she's competed um, in March. We might even do a, a podcast leading into it. Every time you see our podcast featuring Karen, I want you to share. Um, I want you to reach out. I want you to send us questions if you need. And uh, we will answer them. We will 100% answer anything that you ask either one of us. Karen has um, done her PT course as well. Mm -hmm. um, and someone as passionate as her, I think she has a lot to give. So um, she's got more training to do <laughs> and get strong. Yeah. And, and I really, um, I sit 
here before all of you um, as a test as testimony to to inspire and not to give up on on life not to give up on hope I mean I practically I, I, I really really shouldn't be here speaking to you all but I am and so I really want to encourage and and inspire all of you it doesn't matter what you've gone through in life I've gone through cancer so that, that that's been a part of my journey in actual fact I see it more of a blessing um, in a weird kind of way because if I hadn't had it um, you know I wouldn't be able to self-reflect on what what what's important in life and I've had to I've had to do do that um, prioritize what's important my family you know my friends my community um, and a few other things um, I wouldn't have connected with all the different people that I've connected with with the different groups that I've connected with so I've actually made a lot more friends <laughs> than I than I um, did before um, I had cancer you know I was quite uh, before prior to cancer I was you know uh, I don't know I was self-absorbed it was just all about me you know and now as Ange said I just I just want to give and that's why I'm doing this podcast because I want to give um, people hope that even though we go through dark dark days in our lives you know there's always light there's always light and what I found is surrounding myself with the right people you know thinking positive thoughts um, eating well so um, I turned vegan last year and that's been an interesting journey for me you know when I told Edge that okay <laughs> uh, ha ha have you ever trained a, a vegan um, powerlifter um, and she said no that this is going to be a really interesting journey um, and so we've had a few conversations about it but um, she's pretty much settled on it now <laughs> uh, well, I mean I'm old and set in my ways <laughs> yeah. you know I'm a viking you yeah. Know? Yeah. I, but I am as I'm aging too I can honestly say I'm a little bit more humbler within myself a little bit more accepting and a lot more patient yeah and I am learning a lot from other people like yourself as a person. And I think putting, you're so right. Like what, put energy into things that is important. A lot of us, um, me included, use energy in stupid things that we shouldn't do and worry about things that are nothing to worry. They're trivialish. It's, you know, storms and teacups and Things like that are a waste of energy. Mm -hmm. Creating positivity, putting energy in worthwhile causes like what we're trying to do, mm -hmm. what we're trying to do for our, our, our community. You know, we're a, we're a minority sport mm -hmm. and we're trying to encourage other women into, to live strong both internally and physically, get into weight training. You know, really it's not, it's, you see it on Facebook and Instagram, but you know, uh, most people, it's easy for them to to get into running or um, aerobics. And, you know, it's that's a good thing too. As long as people are happy and active, that's a good thing. Mm. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to encourage people to get into strength training mm. and see the benefits that we have to offer mm. um, of this lifetime. Mm. And um, I know for me and 
for Karen and uh, most of our Valkyries, well, all of our Valkyries, this is our lifestyle. This is who we are. Mm-hmm. And it's we're raw, we're us, and um, we're all very diverse people. We have our, our, our flaws and we have our positives, but we accept each other. We don't take crap, which is important too because we shouldn't have to as well. No, life is too short. It is. So, um, you know, thank you, Karen. Um, is there anything, any last, I shouldn't even say that. Uh, is there anything, how you'd like to um, complete our interview today? Yeah. I just um, want to say to everyone that this is the first time I've actually shared this publicly. And I'm aware that this will go globally. Um, and it hasn't been an easy journey. Um, but it's, um, you know, it's been a challenging couple of years, but I've had a lot of support and now um, I belong to a great team of, of women. I have a great coach. <laughs> I, I of have. course I had to say that, but no, well, she, she, she's a great coach. We know I'm eccentric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I, I, I just love um, our Valkyrie New Zealand team. We've, we've got the guys in there. They're all really, really supportive. Um, and we all, you know, encourage and uplift and support one another. And Ange has um, provided that safe environment for us to, um, you know, um, to be able to be ourselves. Yeah. And 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 not put on a, a fake front. And so that's what I like. This that's what attracted me to Cage Barbell and to Valkyrie New Zealand was just the the values that Ange holds, and it's very similar to mine. To be very caring, and all of our team are really caring with one another. So, thank you for this opportunity to be able to share my journey. And I hope and pray that um, it will help someone and um, will be able to make a difference in your life. I think being able to share this, um, this is our worldwide podcast, and uh, we want this shared to every corner um, just for awareness. And uh, to realize that you're actually capable of anything in your lifespan. If you have air in your lungs and your mindset is strong, that's the big thing we need to point out there. If you have a strong mindset, there is actually nothing that you can't achieve. One thing I've always stood by is your fitness and your strength that you put your work into is something that nobody can take away from you. Mm. You know, a lot of people can talk whatever, but that what you put in belongs to you. Mm. If you're willing to put elbow grease into something and you're determined to live your life your way, put your energy in and not give up, just whatever it takes, not give up, Push through, dream big. Like, don't don't dream small. Dream as big as you possibly can. Even if it seems crazy to everybody else, it doesn't matter. It's your bubble, your mind. Dream big, make it happen. Whatever it is, make it happen. Karen had stage four breast cancer and was about to go into palliative care full mastectomy, lost her hair, horrible treatments, frightened for her family, and here she is with us, 
wanting to powerlift. This is sport specific, and she is. And within all my energy of knowing to humankind, she will uh, make the uh, platform on March the 27th. And if you would like to come and support her as well on the day, we will have more details leading in. That's here in Auckland at World Powerlifting. At metal, uh, it's called the Metalworks Grand Prix. And we're going to post lots of photos, lots of video, and we're going to have a really awesome day. We'll probably go out for tea after. Thank you for coming, Karen. Thank you. Thank you, Ange, for inviting me. And um, we'll do a follow-up podcast uh, on the lead into this meet and, of course, afterwards. So thank you very much, everyone. Bye. That was good. It was good. Yeah.